The Frequency Podcast with Nautica De La Cruz and Amy Lopez. Amy! Nautica! How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. I am uh, getting ready for kind of Thanksgiving. I uh, put out my Thanksgiving wreath. I put out my welcome mat. I am filled with pumpkins in my house. So, you know, I'm feeling a little festive. Good. I'm glad one of us is. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I haven't had a chance to breathe. Um, this week has flown by for me. It has. We just got over uh, Halloween, which, by the way, I saw some great costumes. What was your favorite costume? Oh, okay. So um, there was this young boy, and he was like in one of those blow-up dinosaurs, uh-huh. and he was walking kind of funny, and I gave him five pieces of candy because I'm like, you got balls to be walking <laughs> around with that. <laughs> and I, I saw some great costumes. Yeah. I saw a mini uh, Maleficent. I saw a mini Cruella de Vil. I saw, um, a, what's her name from Wizard of Oz? Dorothy. Dorothy. And uh, from the boys, I have to say the dinosaur. Um, I saw a little miniature. I don't know. This this little kid must have been maybe two because he could kind of, he was wobbling when he was walking. Mm-hmm. Was um, he drunk? Maybe he was, you know, you know, <laughs> drunk off of milk or his diaper was dirty. Milk wasted. Um, but he was a mini Michael Myers. Oh my God, it was scary and cute at the same time. <laughs> and then the last one was um, Captain Hook. Those are all great costumes. Really good costumes. Yeah. I still have candy left, so if you want to take some for your son, by all uh, means. No, dude, I don't need more dentist visits. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised because with Mateo's costume because he, was, he wanted to be a shark. Yeah. And all he did was sing Baby Shark the whole night. That was interesting. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he could care less about people being like, you're eight, why are you a shark? Like, he... He doesn't care. Right. He's a goofball. Did he get a lot of candy? He did get a lot of candy, but he was over it. I guess it's because I don't really withhold candy Mm -hmm. from him. Right. So to him, it was like whatever. It was more about hanging out with his friends. Okay. And getting something to eat afterwards. How many blocks did you walk? We only did maybe like four blocks. Okay. So it it wasn't a lot of houses. Right. You know, but he got enough to get his fix. We moved on. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, this is the Frequency Podcast. I'm Nautica de la Cruz. We have Amy Lopez in the house. And uh, this is season four. And we have a lot to talk about today. But first, we have to talk to Amy about our admin, about all our messages and Instagrams and DMs and all that good stuff. What you got for us, Amy? Oh, my God. You know, Nick, you made my phone die on Friday. (laughs) Really? God damn. Like the notifications we got for Mm -hmm. last week's episode were just crazy there was a lot of oh my god i loved it oh my god it resonated with me um people sharing like brief stories that's me too it was kind of like a me too movement you know with everything um and it triggered a lot of other people to say that they will be writing in as well oh boy because apparently you open the floodgates to people writing in which we're all for it i'm a little scared based on how many notifications i got but uh nick himself reached out he did he did what'd he say he said that he uh listened to the episode quite a few times oh so that was i don't i don't know if he was looking 
for, you know, reading in between the lines? I don't think so. Okay. Um, but he said he really enjoyed it and he appreciated the fact that we chose his letter to speak about. Oh. And he is looking forward to and is excited to ask question number two. Ooh. So, Girl, I wonder what <laughs> I that is. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, where I'm, I'm sweating already. I don't know where it's going to go, but uh, shoot it our way and we'll do what we can, Nick. Um, and for those who reached out saying that, you know, you want to send in your letter, by all means, I don't know, again, I'm not setting the bar high. I don't know how much help me and Nautica will be, but we'll try. Okay. And thank you, Nick, once again for sending the letter in. Yeah. What else? What else? We got one email in particular. That email came through kind of tying in Nick's letter, which I think is where our podcast is going to go today because okay. I, I, you know, I want to get into it. Um, they said that it made them think that if history can repeat themselves in experiences and relationships, mm -hmm. does the experience or does the parenting that our parents gave us influence the way we parent our kids? Ooh. Yeah. Someone wrote so that in? Someone wrote that in and now it kind of flipped the the narrative and does history repeat itself and it was based on kids riding in the car without seatbelts oh. was the first thing <laughs> she said that it's a constant battle to get her kids in car seats yes and for the older ones to wear the seatbelts properly hmm. and that is god it's an argue, it's a daily argument. So they do the whole thing where they tuck the seatbelt under their armpit because they don't want it across their chest. Yes. And it got me thinking, our parents did the best they could, but some of the things our parents did, yeah. and this is across the board and we see a lot of memes about it, we would be going to jail for. Oh, yeah. If we, if we did that with our kids. Like sending your kids to buy cigarettes. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, throwing a bunch of kids in the bed of a pickup truck. Yeah. Like, lay down, don't lift your head till the car stops and it <laughs> shut off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh I totally God. remember that. Uh, so it got me thinking. I was like, well, let me ask Nautica. I don't think we've ever talked about that. So basically, you're you're saying surviving baby boomer parents? Basically. Okay. Yeah. Any any experiences that you'd like to share? Okay. Well, let's break this down. First of all, <laughs> if, if you survived, if you're a baby boomer, if you came from a baby boomer parent and you're here listening to this podcast, woo woo, you made it. You have made it. You um, are a survivor. <laughs> you're gonna get it. Okay. We're, we're not singers. But anyways, um, so baby boomers were born in 1946 to 1964. Generation X is my generation, 1965 to 1979 or 80. And then we have millennials, Generation Y, which is bo we're born 1981 to 1996. That's kind of Amy. She's much younger than I. Can you tell? Is that um, what you were doing while I was talking? Just yeah. typing away this information? Google. You're Googling <laughs> while we're having a conversation? Yes, <laughs> why not? But, um, well, you know, I remember growing up and not wearing a seatbelt. I remember my mom putting my brother, Santiago, in the front. And I remember her when he was born, well, kind of, when he was a few months old. She was in the front just, you know, giving him a bottle. We didn't have all these regulations like we did now. Did we not have them or did we just not follow them? You know, it, it could be. I know that we didn't have car seats. I don't think we, we had car, car seats. seats. I don't think we had car seats. I think if you had a baby, you sat in the back 
And, and you held the baby and tight. And you held the baby tight. Yes, that is true. Um, but I do remember, I remember one summer in New York, we were in a uh, the back, me and five of my cousins in the back of a tr- pickup. We ate, our ages were from 12 to three. And we were just riding, no seatbelts, no nothing. Imagine, God forbid, that truck would have just flipped over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. I wouldn't be here telling you the story. Yeah. I mean, that's just crazy to me now that I think about it. I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, I would literally have breakfast, take off, and then she'd have to send out the troops to find me to come back for dinner. (laughs) She had no clue what I was doing for those 10 hours I was out. You know, or you see those little memes of, uh, uh, you know, you know you're old when you know what this means, and it's like a street light. Oh, God, yes. (laughs) Or you were not born in the 2000s if you know what these items are and it'll show like a belt Mm -hmm. a wooden spoon Mm -hmm. a a A chancla (laughs) (laughs) so it's like mm -hmm. oh you forgot one (laughs) what the paddle hairbrush you forgot that one and a hanger yes a hanger i mean really it was anything that was within their reach Um, right at the time what about what about a branch did you ever get hit with a branch i never got hit with a branch okay all right, then you were you you were pretty good. No, I already, I got the belt. I got the belt or the chancla, definitely. That was basically our. Oh our my goodness! Or my dad used to make us stare at each other if we argued with one another. Mm-hmm. We'd get on our knees, on the wood, mm-hmm. like or on a hard surface, whatever hard surface was. And okay. it's like you guys are gonna sit there, like upright, not like sitting on your ankles, but like upright on your knees and just stare at each other until I decide. You know, wow. it's over. So we, you know, when you're mad at someone, you're just like, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Don't be in the same vicinity. No, he would enforce it. Wow. And it was. He would really make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. He's like, oh, okay. You guys want to fight. Right, oh, go. my goodness. Be in each other's space. I, I think we, we, we have definitely been through a lot. And, but you know what? Here's what I think. I think in our, my generation, um, and, you know, and I would say my mom who's a baby boomer, um, we didn't have so many safety protocols like we do today. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even wearing a helmet yeah. while riding a bike. Like, we ooh. didn't do that. No. We didn't wear knee pads. You know, I shoot. People weren't even really wearing condoms back then. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep That's why real. there's so many kids that were had when they weren't supposed to of a certain age of a certain age <laughs> but um going back to what you were saying like you know uh, five minutes ago did you said what was the question was did our parents parenting affect our parenting mm-hmm. um i would have to say a little i didn't like my mom's parenting my mom is bien cantaletosa. How do you say that in English? I don't freaking know. I don't uh, even know what cantaletosa means. Cantaletosa is like jodona, like always griping and yelling. You know what I mean? Um, and I didn't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom would yell a lot. Um, but overall, she's very loving and kind. Uh, but there was a lot of things. She was, my mom, you know what it was? My mom was very strict. She was super strict. And I didn't like that. I felt like I had no freedom. But I also know her reasons. Um, and I didn't I didn't like anything about my mom's parenting at all, you know? No. So no. what would you have preferred? What do you think would have made you enjoy your childhood more? If my mom didn't say no a lot. My mom said no a lot. And it took a lot for her, for me to convince her from that, to take that no into a yes. 
And that was all the way probably till about my sophomore year in high school. And my way of proving myself was grades. Okay, if you bring good grades, then you have more leeway. You know what I mean? If you get home on time, basically if I obeyed the rules, mm -hmm. that's what it was about. Um, and now my college years, shit, I, I partied all the time, but I also still had a curfew. I was 23 engaged and I still had a curfew. But, you know, my mom's house, my mom's rules, and that's mm -hmm. how it was. Yeah, I think that I would have preferred, I mean, my parents were also very strict, although I did do a lot in high school. I had a lot of fun. Um, I was able to hang out with my friends pretty often, especially because I was in sports. So that kind of tied into hanging out with my friends anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that I would have preferred more of an open conversation, like the dialogue that my mom and I have now, the relationship that we have now, that we can talk about just about anything. And <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's not that I don't have respect for what she thinks anymore, mm -hmm. but I think it's more like, you know, these were things that I was never able to voice before and now I'm an adult, you know, so it, this is the way I feel. This is the way I feel about this. So this is how I'm going to say it and take it or leave it. That's who I am. But Does your I mom have a strong personality like you? No. No? Mm-mm. She's very easygoing. My mom's very, very easygoing. My dad has a strong personality and has my temper. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... That's where the mama bear comes from. Gotcha. Like, don't touch a hair on my family because I turned into a beast. But um, yeah, I think that as a teenager, I would have just preferred guidelines instead of rules. And I think I would have broken less rules. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Had I just had guidelines. So like you said, if you have good grades, then you get to do this. If you have, if you help out around the house, then you get to do this. You know, but it was, I felt like it was always changing. It's like, okay, so it's your mood then. So it's like how you feel today that, mm -hmm. and then you would ask one parent, you would ask, my, I would ask my mom like, hey, can I go out this weekend? She'd be like, ask your dad. And then you'd ask, I'd ask my dad, he's like, well, what did your mom say? So then you'd play them against each other. You know, yeah. like mom said, it's okay. You said, it's okay. He's like, I guess it's okay. <laughs> so then yeah. you'd be gone and then you'd come home and you'd be in trouble because <laughs> <laughs> none of them really said it was okay. Uh -huh. But um, just... And I think that that's kind of the, my ideal parenting is kind of going to be merged with the way that my mom parented for me and, and my kids. Okay. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a hybrid. You're going to do a hybrid I'm going to do mom. a hybrid. Okay. A hybrid parenting. How about I'm not doing the damn hybrid with my mom. My, <laughs> no. My mom, oh, I, I love her, but I, I just, she... Her parenting skills were just, no. But, you you know, I, I have a backstory. And mm -hmm. so when I started living with my mom, I was already like almost eight. So I had a mind of my own. Mm. And um, uh, she did not become, she did not become a little frightful till I was about, oh my goodness. I want to say, I want to say like fifth grade. I was like, who is this woman? Like literally, who is her? Mm -hmm. and who is she and um so I think I rebelled a lot I I, I rebelled a lot just I don't know why I I guess you was, came with baggage yeah you I know came, I, yeah. It, it, it happens you come with baggage and you know you test authority you try to see how much you can push the envelope Mateo does it with every single one of his teachers 
Wow. Like, you know how some kids come in and, and he's like, I'm going to, re- they're likely going to say, I'm going to reinvent myself. You know, I'm going to be the best kid this, this class. But Mateo will always, and it's not in a bad way. He will just test, you know, whoever the adult is like, let me just push it. Let me see how far I can take this. <laughs> and it's usually something like very much a boy thing. Like I'm going to climb this wall until someone tells me otherwise. I'm going to climb this fence and hop over it time and time again until I either hurt myself or someone tells me to get off. Got you. You know, so it's little things like that. Nothing bad, but he definitely is a tester of boundaries. I, I think girls do that too, to a certain extent. But once we get caught or we get in trouble, we're like, mm, okay, we can't do that again. Or we find a smarter way of doing it where we don't get caught. <laughs> girls, I got secrets. No, I'm just mm-hmm. kidding. <laughs> so write in in her DMs, she will share them. I, I, yeah, no, I completely understand. I, I try to be, you know, like I, with my daughter, I, I'm always the bad cop. I will say that, mm-hmm. you know, um, Same here. and it's kind of rough, you know, but, but she is a girl and I want to teach her. And I think that sometimes she thinks I gripe at her, but you know, when a mom yells at you, it doesn't mean that she hates you. It means that she loves you. She mm-hmm. cares about you. She wants to teach you, you know, cause you're eventually going to go out in the world. And one day you're going to be like, Hey, I remember my mom taught me this. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. Every Amy. single I'll time. be like, Oh, my mom had a trick for this. Or I'll call her and be like, mommy, and she'll be like, oh yeah, mijita, you know, mm-hmm. this, this, and this. And I go, oh, okay, okay. Or you find yourself saying exactly what your mom told you that you hated. Oh my God. <laughs> my brother Santiago says that. He's like, you're turning into mom. Oh, I'm like, no, God. I'm not. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Mateo, I just had a conversation with Mateo. It, I mean, it goes hand in hand. You say that you have to teach her because she's a girl and how to carry herself and everything. Um, I had to talk to Mateo about the way he needs to be as a man the other day because although he was complimenting me, uh-huh. you know, he was giving me crap about looking too pretty uh, to be on a baseball field. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me right now? And he's like, yeah, like, why Why didn't you change? Why?" I'm like, child, I barely had enough time to get tennis shoes on I'm wearing slacks and a button up. Like, what else do you want from me? But it's all because someone approached and made a comment that they loved to see the relationship that I had with him. Wow. And he just jumped in like a bat out of hell. Like, (laughs) yeah, well, I love my mom too. And it's like, okay, well, calm down. And we got in the car and he made a comment about me looking too pretty. And that's why this gentleman came over to talk to us. And so I had to break it down to him real clearly. And I think it was because I wasn't upset and I was speaking to him very matter of fact. I'm like, you cannot tell someone how to dress, that they are too pretty and that that's why they're getting attention. Like I'm causing this attention because of how I'm like, no, 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 no. And like we had the whole ride home. We had this conversation and we parked the car turned it off and I looked back at him and he said I understand okay good and I was like okay oh I could see you ripping him a new one (laughs) and it it was more like a like not ripping him a new one but very very stern like you do not have the right you know it's one thing to be like hey you know your shirt is 
you're exposing or whatever your shirt moved you know or something i don't know i i didn't get that far into detail okay but i just told him like you can't make those types of comments because this is the way that i want you to be when you grow up wow and he was but it was just so interesting to see that because it was a serious conversation and I turned off the radio to have it oh, with okay. him. Oh, okay. We, we turned off the yeah, radio we turned, to have we, this we turned off the music because <laughs> I had to break it down for him real quick. Okay. Um, and he just, I didn't have to say anything else. I looked back at him and he's like, I understand. I'm okay. sorry. And I was like, good. Well, I'm glad that he understand. And you're, you, you know, it's good that you just nip that in the bud real quick. Mm-hmm. Because if not, mm, who knows what's going to happen. He's going to be a jealous boyfriend. Oh, I mean, (laughs) you've already seen. He's like a detective. So, oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. When he sees me, he's like, hey, Miss Nautica, you look pretty. Where are you going? Who are you going with? What time are you coming back? I'm like, excuse me? Who who are you? I tell you. I mean, he's like a little CI private investigator. Write me my citation already. (laughs) (laughs) Better watch what you wear and you better make sure it looks good. Definitely. Uh, Oh, that was funny. Well, there we go. Anyway, Uh, just want to say thank you so very much to everyone who has written. And speaking about writing. Yeah. So we are in the month of being thankful, which we should be thankful every month. But for whatever reason, you know, the signs are out. It's Thanksgiving's around the corner. So we wanted to hear from you guys. Uh, What are you thankful for? Write in a letter, write in a quick DM. Um, if you want to say thank you to someone in particular that you want us to give a shout out to on the podcast, you know, send that over. Uh, we will be, um, that will be our Thanksgiving episode. Yes. So you have some time to get those in. We will, you know, depends on how many we get. We will do them all or we will do a few. But, you know, we look forward to hearing hearing all the things that you guys are thankful for. I know we're thankful for a lot. Oh, yes. Um our year last year was crazy, just like everyone's. And this year has not been any easier. But hey, we're moving forward. Things are looking up. What can you do? Take it one day at a time, like this cactus that is staring back at me. I don't know why there's a cactus on our desk. What does it say? It says, <laughs> what does it say? Nice and hood, hate cinnamon spice, and wish a mother effa would. <laughs> <laughs> you got hold on let me reread okay, this okay, let, okay, let nautica use her new york accent all right so it says nice and hood hate cinnamon spice and i wish a motherfucker would okay well i <laughs> censored it but that's how we really feel so shoot them over you guys know how to reach us all social media platforms or directly via email at frequency at gmail.com 